This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. <laughs> you almost told on that. Oh man, I don't know the words. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, a no audience edition coming to you from Never Not Funny Studios on Monday, February 28th to Ocean's Eleven, the day after the Academy Awards. Uh, I predicted Portman first, Leo and Bale, you heard it on one of the recent podcasts, and so did everybody else, so that's not really that impressive, but... More on that in a second. If you have a South by Southwest badge, you can get into my Doug Loves Movies, Benson Interruption, and stand-up shows in Austin, Texas, March 12th through the 19th. And also pop into a couple other shows while I'm there. So look for me walking around. And I'll be doing stand-up at the McGlowan, I think that's how it's pronounced, McGlowan Theater at Spirit Square in Charlotte, North Carolina on Friday, March 24th. 
Two Oceans Eleven, and Doug Loves Movies Live in Portland, Oregon is available for your ears to enjoy for just two dollars on iTunes. Should be there now or soon. And thanks in advance to all of you who buy that shit. Oh, and finally, I screwed up. I planned to do a Benson Interruption podcast taping on March seventh at Largo in Los Angeles. But uh, I'll actually be in an airplane in that time. <laughs> so that would be a bad time for me to do a show. So uh, that show has been rescheduled to March 21st. March 21st, Largo, Benson Interruption. I've already got some amazing guests. And that, of course, will also be a podcast you can get for two bucks on iTunes. And my guests today are Doug Loves Movies favorites, Sam Levine and Garfunkel and Oates. Whose favorite am I? Dude, you could, when I did a poll on Twitter, you did pretty good. I don't know about that. I looked through some of those results. I think I read three for All me. three of you did pretty well. And I one think. of them said specifically not Sam Levine. I remember reading that one. Well, that's when people write that. I, just, I probably just blocked that person immediately because that is oh, super not cool. You're very sweet. To be yeah. like, I don't get when anybody writes to me on Twitter and goes, I love your show, but so-and-so was a douche on it or this guy sucks on it I'm just like I always write back that's my friend blocked (laughs) so like I don't know how they don't get the idea that you know like every once in a while I'll have a a virtual stranger on the show but usually that person's a a fancy actress or something so it would be weird if someone was like I love your show but Elizabeth Shue was such a bitch (laughs) don't ever have her on well she was no no she wasn't she She was was hilarious she was a damn delight she, I don't know if you guys heard, you probably didn't hear it, but uh, she uh, she yelled side boob and raised her hands over her head quite a few times. Nice. Wow. Um, but also, Garfunkel Notes, I should say your actual names are Ricky Lindholm and Kate McCucci. And um, just like the last time we did an in-studio episode and you girls weren't here, is that... Girls is all right, isn't it? Girls is all right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, coming right. from... It depends who and who it comes from. With you, it's fine. <laughs> if okay. it's from like... Someone creepy, then it's like, yeah, yeah, like then yeah. what's up, yeah. girls? Like, that, that, yeah, that's never yeah. good. How's it going, uh, girls? We're like, <laughs> if Sam said it, you'd be bummed out. Yeah, yeah. hey, girls, <laughs> how you doing? Uh, yeah, the last time <laughs> that I did the show with Sam in studio, he ran the Leonard Malton game and I got to play. Ooh. And so, we're gonna do that again today. That's awesome. right. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. I prepped you, this because you guys are good the at it. The day he gave me the heads up, I couldn't wait to prep it. I'm good at everyone, but the first one I played with you was Bond movies, which I don't think I've ever actually seen a Bond movie, so I was terrible. I the haven't first time. seen one either, but I still won by default. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the beauty of it is yeah. you really don't need to know; you just have to make the other person guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works out pretty good. Uh, but first, let's talk Oscars. Happened yeah. yesterday oh. Big here game. in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, Watched it alone because I like to tweet during the entire thing and not be at some party where you have to constantly tell people to be quiet so I can hear what dumb things are being said that I can tweet about. Sure. And uh, then I go to a party right after, as soon as it's over. Vanity Fair? No, TJ oh. Miller. <laughs> oh, that's I was at TJ's during the Oscars. You were? I was. When did you leave? Yeah, because I left- Probably like halfway through. Okay. Because it, they started it late they started on it late. TiVo, yes. which just drives me crazy. If I'd have been an actual guest at that party, if I'd have gotten there at 5 or 5.30, when did it yeah. start? 5.30? 5.30. If I'd have gotten there at 5.30 and they were like, yeah, we're going to start it an hour later and just run it on TiVo. And as long as we all stay in this room, no one will know 
what happens. You can't watch an event like that an hour behind. Of course not. You can't even check your phone. <laughs> no, people will be, people will be t- texting you, can you believe that? And you're like, oh, no, I don't believe anything. Stop. That's what happened to me. It's I already terrible. got like 10 answers, and they're like, here, do the Oscar pool, pool thing. And I'm like, well, I can't. That's I know the dumbest Oscar already. pool yeah. ever. Wow. Let's yeah. fill that out after all the awards have been given out. But also, uh, yeah, it was very frustrating, because I because also to live tweet the event, which I like to do, because it really annoys some of my followers, <laughs> I... Uh, you know, you can't be an hour behind what's no, happening. You, That's no. what's funny about that. Five that minutes. Look at that dress. That'd be funny. You just have to get <laughs> lucky that another funny dress comes along. It would in be that moment where James Franco came out in a dress. Because I actually did that. tweet at one point, what the hell is happening? And it might have been during that. Mm. Because why, does anybody know why James Franco came out dressed like Marilyn Monroe? And all for about was there five a seconds, point? That because was it. She yeah, was there was no shtick once he came out. No. Well, men in drag is so oh, funny. Oh, that's so hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious and original. Around. You guys yeah. remember when Bob Hope did that? It was really great. It yeah. Did, no, it was because he, he didn't tell some jokes <laughs> while still dressed as a woman. He doesn't just come out and go, I'm dressed as a woman. That's the whole show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Well, he like, did point out so that she weird. was dressed in a tux, in, tux, in case so we didn't. We had to balance it out. Yeah, why was she member? dressed in a tux? No just idea. so he could have a reason to dress. She as a sang woman? a number. What song did she sing? She on sang my own. from Les Mis. She sang right. something from Les Mis, which own? has not been filmed as a musical. I don't believe. I believe no, they're going to do it though. They should. They're talking about. They absolutely should. But she could be in it. But why is she singing that on the Oscars about how Hugh Jackman won't do a bit with her, won't sing a song with her? When I'm sure he would. He was like, what? I can't wait for him to jump up and sing his part. Like she did, yeah. But but also, why is that always the go-to song for girls? Like, do you remember the Dawson's Creek episode where... Oh, uh, Joey (laughs) Kane was like, on my own, pretending to I love that when she did that. But she should have sang the castle on the cloud song if she's going to sound like she's eight. (laughs) Oh gosh, I used to love that song. I used to cry listening to that song. I was very dramatic. Oh my gosh. It was it's a great, great it's song. A, it's though. a really good song. It really, like it should really replace sad. whatever lullabies people are using these days. I I don't <laughs> want to name drop, but I have to to tell the story about where I was last night. I went to the Night of One Hundred Stars. It was my second year in a row going to this party. Do you know what this is? No, I don't. It's ridiculous how how many people were there that you'd be like, oh that guy and that guy. I sat at table but number a star, 50. You should know their name and not yes. just be like that. No, no, guy. no. I sat at table number 50. Let me tell you who was at my table. Rich Little, Loretta Devine, and Buzz Aldrin. Oh, those guys. Wow. Those guys. Next to us was Ivan Drago himself, uh, 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 Dolph Lundgren. Right. He was sitting with Robert Wool. Ed Asner was over there. Ernest Borgnine was at the <laughs> table next to what me. What year was this party? This was <laughs> last night. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, uh, oh, there were so many wonderful people there. Uh, oh, it's whenever I'm at something where there's that many, like it, when you ask me later, I cannot yeah. cannot begin to recall. I wanted to write them down because exactly I knew I would Alan who they Thick. all were. <gasps> yeah, that's right. Wow. That's my yeah. Yeah, Alan Thick. Um, Impressive. I, you can find uh, Robert Carradine was behind me on the red carpet, and I was like, I'm going to get shooed along because everyone wants Skolnick on the red carpet. Wow. But it's a night of 100 stars that people under 25 can't name, like if they saw them. Maybe. I don't know who half those people are that you said. Or they would know if they saw them. Like Loretta Devine, you'd know yeah. if you saw her. She was in like Waiting to Exhale or something. Yeah. <clears throat> she was great. <laughs> she was in probably a Tyler Perry movie or two. <laughs> I liked her on that Boston Boston, Boston Public. Public. Yeah, I liked yeah. her on that. Were you ever a student on that? I was. <laughs> <laughs> did you get hazed or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> but here's what I did get. I got yelled at for, um, in one take, I said the word the as the, and then in another take, I went the. 
And the script supervisor comes Caught over up and in your says, shit about that? And the script supervisor's like, you have to say it, the. And I went, really? And David E. Kelly is standing right behind her. And, like, she walked back over, and I almost see, saw her mouth like, he got it. Don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, this he, he hates me. I will never come back on this show. Wait, and didn't your part ever, get ever. cut down a lot or Considerably. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I shot, like, a whole bunch of scenes. They aired one. Because you switched the, the to the. Yeah. I, I did one day of extra work in my entire life, and it was for that show. <laughs> I had to be a homeless girl, and I sat next to a man who I think probably was really homeless. And he, <laughs> he told me how they really didn't land on the moon. Well, wow. That's, well, that's he should have been in the, the party homeless, last night with Buzz they, they yeah, all, the, right? all the big secrets like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're homeless. I <laughs> they lost their job trying to, <laughs> trying trying to convince ship. people. <laughs> I have like a weird history with homeless people. And Ricky th- there's, there's a guy, this homeless man who punched me in the face about five years ago. And I am not kidding when I tell you I see him once a week. <laughs> and I almost think he's imaginary. He like lives, quote unquote, on my street. And so every time I walk to Starbucks, walk to the corner, I see this guy at least once a week. Do you think he knows who you are? Oh, yeah. And oh, he yeah. knows he punched you? Yes, I think so. Because he, he was the first time he saw me after, it was like two years ago, I didn't see him. And then, then I see him and I'm on a side street. And I just started screaming at him because I was so, because he started walking toward me again. And I'm like, I'm on to you. I know who you are. I know how to get a hold of you. But I just started screaming like nonsensical things. And then he's, he got scared and walked away. And then hasn't messed with me since, but has messed with people I'm with. He's, he's like pushed people who are next to me. Oh, I want to be mm-hmm. next to you. I want to yeah. have an excuse to <laughs> you fight the homeless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or tussle with this guy. Now, is there any way to make that story about the movies? Ah, uh, no, no. That was the original plot of the movie Sideways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they based that, uh, that, that guy was, uh, Jamie Foxx's character was based on him for the, uh, what was that called? The oh, the soloist. soloist? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Oh, I, I never thought of that before. He was a soloist as a performer, but also as a human being. That's right. He was on his and, own. And the TV show The Walking Dead is actually about the living. They're the walking dead. Get it? Oh. What? No spoilers. <laughs> no, it's not a spoiler. It's just something you got to think about. My, uh, you think about it. <laughs> Again, that has nothing to do with movies. Well, there are zombie movies. What did you guys do for the Oscars last night? I went to TJ Miller's house. And oh, that's right. Watched it with a bunch of comedians. I don't know why I looked at you when I said that. <laughs> Kate, what'd you do? I went to my cousin's house. He lives right on the beach. Um, he convinced his parents that was the only safe n- neighborhood in LA, so his backyard is the ocean. So he cooked us chicken parmesan, my brother, my cousins. It was nice. It was a family affair. Then you just sat and watched it? Yeah. And I actually was watching Twitter as it was going along, which I, I, you were great, and um, there were a lot of funny people. Thank you. <laughs> you were great. You were great. You were great last night, Doug. Yeah. Really funny. Well, it's I really enjoy it because it's a, it's just a great opportunity to, to like, every time I've ever watched the Oscars, I've sat there and made my smart-ass comments to, to some laughter with the people I'm watching it with, but now I can do it for you know, 20, 30 people that are on Twitter following me and, <laughs> well, and, I and like paying it too. attention. All these people that I, you know, it's like all your friends are on there and even people who aren't. Yeah, I don't really take it. the time to read everybody else's because it's like, you know, that's, I just read the at replies because all everyone who complains about me tweeting too much during the Oscars get, gets blocked because I, 
I say before I do it, I'm going to be tweeting a lot, so just go ahead and unfollow for the day. And there's still some dipshit who write to me, you're, cro- you're clogging up my phone with all your tweets about the stupid Oscars. It's like, why Why are you following me? Why? <laughs> Does that person have their why? phone set to like all your tweets come in as a text? I think, I think <laughs> some people what do. What an asshole. Some people oh, wow. do and then complain like they can't change that. They can't fix it. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a possibility that you can have yeah. a yeah. tweet come in as a text. Yeah. All of, a, 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 anybody I follow, when they text something with my, my name in it, it comes up on my phone. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, and that's too much. So yeah. I can't. Good thing you don't follow Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He tweets a lot. Is he doesn't. Follow, he tweets quite a lot. He doesn't follow me or say anything about me. He did say that he, I'm going to be on his podcast in March, but we're we're waiting to hear from his people about it. So if you're one of Kevin's people and you haven't contacted us, uh, let us know because Kevin says I'm going to be on in March. But. Uh, a little bit more about the Oscars, and then we'll play some games. Uh, and, well, I just wonder how long movies. it's going to be till people forget what movie won the Oscar this year. Because I feel I think like the some same people thing forget immediately. Year. Some yeah. people forget while it's happening. Yeah, you know, it's like it's not that important to people, and that's what's weird about the TV show, the Oscars, is they need big ratings, and what matters to people is not what's going to win, unless, like they say, it was down seven percent or something like this that from last year, which to me just says. You know, Avatar was a bigger movie last year, so a few more people tuned in to mm-hmm. root for it or whatever. There wasn't much to root for this time. Mm-hmm. Like even even people who like the Social Network or the Fighter aren't really like, oh, it better win. It I has was, to win. I wanted Social Network to win so bad. It's, oh. It was the best movie, I think. It really was. I'm I'm really glad it won best score though. I think that score is awesome. Yeah, and it won editing too, which is yeah. You know, it was a it was an interesting movie in terms of the time structure. Why wasn't the town even nominated for best picture? That movie was so good. I you know I think Winter's Bone got its spot oh. would be the conventional wisdom. I and I liked Winter's Bone, but the town was more of a like it's weird that the town didn't get in there because yeah. it was so it's just such a movie star movie I like a, you know like it's it, it really is like a bunch of iconic figures sort of running and around toy story three see that's what it should have been them instead of toy story three because that everyone knew was going to win best animated feature yeah well that's the big argument that that people make now for a couple of years running that it's just like what that's a wasted slot for an animated movie because if it's if it's good enough to be in the top 10 then it's going to win the animated category for right. sure right so it's all everyone booed weird. at the party i was at when that one because tj miller is in how to train your dragon <laughs> yeah so everyone's like boo toys what did james franco say about he said some sort of dirty comment about that title and anne hathaway totally seemed like she was caught off guard by it did you see that? Oh, yeah, how to, it was as if it was like running a train on your dragon. Was the was the reference? I believe is that what he said. I don't yeah, he's, first he said Winter's Bone, and then Rabbit Hole, and then How to Train Your Dragon. It's like who said all that? Franco said it to Anne. Hathaway. Like in a bit together, and then he said something like "Sounds dirty," and then she seemed a little bit like, "Oh, geez." Yeah. No, I think she was like acting. Oh, like, was that she? was yeah. that was what was oh. so uh, aggravating to me about them. Like people are saying they were terrible, and it's just like, well. <laughs> they can only be so good with what they were given. They were the ideas. Uh, w- w- they were doing like presenter banter, but they are the hosts. Yeah. <laughs> like the very first thing they say to each other is like, "So, isn't it great to be here?" Yeah, I love it when I'm here because this, blah blah. <laughs> and it's like they're having this fake written teleprompter conversation and in d- front of the audience. So all they can do is just act it. And James Franco can't act I- interested enough in it. And, <laughs> and, and and Hathaway acts like you know over-the-top interested in it. Like, let's put on a show, you know? And so it was just... I found the whole thing just frustrating because I don't dislike them. It's weird to be, like, mad at them 
but I kind of still am. You need to you have uh, Brian Posehn on your podcast because, because he sure helped write saw, that stuff. Yeah, he was a, a writer for additional segments, as right. was Neil Brennan. But they probably wrote that stuff where they were inserted in the movies, which I'm was sure, fine, yeah. but it was such a... MTV's done that every year for yeah. years and years, you know? And Billy Crystal used to do it, mm-hmm. but it was a, it was a much kind of... Um, I don't know, like bigger approach. Like he'd be in like the craziest scenes. Like he'd be like in the scene where in English Patient where the plane crashes crash, and he'd yeah. be like running from it or whatever. Yeah. Whereas this was them just sort of sitting there talking the to people in social network yeah. and right. people from like there wasn't there wasn't that much exciting about it. Like you could almost hire those actors to sit down and do a scene with them. Right. Yeah. Like why do they need to be inserted in the movie because if it's not some big <laughs> iconic moment that is impossible to recreate? Because I'll bet James Franco's people were like, you can have him for one day to shoot stuff for the for the intro. Yeah. But and I'll bet that I don't Billy know. Stuff took they just could have it had some funny parts, I guess, but I, I liked Kirk Douglas. Yeah, well, that was that was really interesting. I was I was thinking that the rest of the show should just be all uh, old people Stalling. who are hard to understand and who are willing to just hijack the show with their jokes and be like, "Yeah, I remember when I had to wait and they didn't say my name." That <laughs> was so funny. Do you remember when Melissa Leo? Uh, uh, when uh, Kirk Douglas like told her how beautiful she was, oh, you're so much more beautiful than you are in the movie. And then she was like, "Hey, what are you doing later? I'm not doing anything. I like to pretend that Melissa Leo fucked Kirk Douglas last night. <laughs> <laughs> that like she f- she found him at the Vanity Fair party, and he was like, I'm going to the Elton John party. You want to roll with me? And they just boned in the limo on the way. Wow. She's not that much prettier than she was in the movie. She still <laughs> looks like Melissa Leo. Oh, I mean, I'm not... I, I think she's not a bad looking girl. Yeah, I think she's well, She's all right, but you know what I mean? Like, the wig the wig was the only difference, really. Yeah. You know, it's not like they did well, other stuff to her. Well, that's impressive. Now you need less to win the Oscar. Nicole Kidman had to wear a fake nose. I have my right. theory now about Melissa... <laughs> my theory about Melissa Leo is that she's just a complete wingbird actress... And, like, that's why she's so amazing, like, just like Christian Bale can, like, disappear into the character, mm-hmm. but then, like, just her own personality is just, like... And how about ugh. Christian Bale plugging that guy's website? And they <laughs> let it <laughs> go. Com. And they let it go, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a weird... You don't hear a lot of uh, plugging of websites <laughs> a website on, the, a thank you on the Academy Awards. Trainers. But also, like... You should only plug a website when you when the website is not obvious. Like dickeckland.com. Oh, you're kidding. That's the website? Like anyone could have found it. Like, <laughs> it was cool that the real guy was there, though. And they finally put him and his brother up in like the balcony. Because if you remember at the Globes, when Christian Bale went to say thank you for his speech, like went up there. Dick Eklund ran onto the stage oh. and was like trying to accept it as his own. Or maybe that was the SAG Awards, but it was really uncomfortable. I think it might have been the SAGs because I didn't see the SAGs. Do you, yeah. do you remember a few years ago they, they mentioned Mickey Rooney at the Oscars and then they're like the camera was trying desperately to find Mickey Rooney and they finally I think he was like in the back 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 row. Yeah, it was sad how far yeah. away he was from the stage. I was like, oh, Mickey Rooney. They could have worked that out better. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine yelled at me yesterday. Yesterday, I was trying What'd to take a photo do? with him. And his wife. Oh, and he didn't want it. And you he, just did one of those. Sat down next to him and stuck your camera no, out. He was standing. No, he was standing up. And I was like, I was very polite. About it. I was like, Mister Borgnine, could I get a photo? He's like, What? Yeah, sit fast. And then my friend was trying to take the photo, but then there were so many people crossing in between us, oh and there was Lord. only a foot of space. He was like, do it, honey, do it, do it, hurry up, come on. And I'm like, I know a lot about you, Ernest Borgnine, because of that segment on Fox and Friends. Do you remember that segment, Douglas? Yeah, uh, he he whispered to somebody that he, he masturbates a lot. Right, but he has a he had a lapel. He had mic a lapel on, mic, so oh. and he didn't whisper it. it. He leaned in and went, 
I masturbate I a lot. Masturbate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the creepiest old man voice. Yeah, that was that was a, um, uh, a really oh. funny clip. Yes, yeah, he can't call us girls. He's <laughs> <laughs> ninety three or ninety four years old. But I mean, it, you know, yelled at you. He that seems like a pretty good reason to yell at yell at a person if if they if he didn't if he wanted to get it over with quickly and then there was a lot of uh, right you know fumbling around. That's what happens there to was, me a lot. Yes, is, there's it, no fumbling though, or anybody like it happens to you. Right, where sure. somebody's like, "Can I get a picture?" and then no one knows how to operate their stupid camera. Yes, uh, yeah. and you have to stand there and try to be nice about it. But then yeah. they start to get nervous and they start to say, they start to over apologize, and uh, or or they get real like, if you start to seem at all agitated, they'll right. suddenly get into that mode of like, "Oh, you can't just <laughs> just hang on a second, Mister Big Shot." Well, it's weirder for Kate and I because we always do pictures with our eyes closed. That's our joke. So Kate and I will be and like, "Oh, our eyes closed," and be smiling, and then they were there forever, and we don't know what's happening because we can't. <laughs> See them fumbling, <laughs> oh, and so we're just wow. waiting and waiting, and then we're like, "Is it over?" I, I thought you were gonna say they always go, "Can we do it again?" Your eyes were closed. Oh, they people have done that. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, but "We do that on purpose." It, sometimes, if there's a flash, you you can sort of still see the flash, even though your eyes are closed. But uh, otherwise, no, we don't know when it's done. And people don't tell us. And so yeah, we're, just we're like, still. I'm on glad this. I know that because I'm gonna <laughs> ask to get a picture with you and then steal your stuff. The only reason I even said that, by the way, is because uh, Mickey Rooney also yelled at me many years earlier when I tried to get a photo with him. Uh, old he was, guy, old, he's an angry old man. Yeah, I mean those guys—they got they, people have taken pictures of them for their entire lives. There's yes. no, there's no. I still get a little bit of joy out of it, but they must be like Mickey refuses so to have a, a photo taken without his wife Jan Rooney in it. FYI, that's people seeking oh, to get a photo. That's good to know for when Rooney. I never do that. <laughs> <laughs> that Mel Knapp, he's writing that down in his journal right now. He's like noted. <laughs> I will I not. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we covered the hosts. There weren't really any snubs. It was pretty. Uh, how about Corey Haim being left out of In Memoriam? Yeah, that was kind of weird. It is kind of weird, but it's also they 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 end up having this argument every year or this response to the public outcries yeah. of who was left out because I think they left out they left out somebody pretty weird, uh, uh, you know, somebody pretty prominent last year, and it's. Um, they don't. They don't show everybody. If if just because you're in the film industry and you sure. die doesn't mean you're going to get in that montage. He I, was a movie star. He, he was. He was, a, and then he was not a movie yeah. star for a long time before. That's true. Dying in yeah, a yeah, but look at Dennis Hopper. Fashion. For God's sake, I mean, look at him. He yeah, he in, was a huge star when he died. But how many in years in movies his career? In every decade of his life. Yes, but how many uh, uh, years of his life was he just? An, was he a has been? Was he left for dead? Well, that's the thing. If Corey Haim had fi- figured out a way to make a comeback, like being in David Lynch movie or whatever whatever movie it was and <laughs> turned it around for Hopper, mm-hmm. or Hoosiers, I guess maybe when he was in Hoosiers, oh, that, that might have been it, because he got nominated for that. Like, you know, Haim could have had something like that, but he didn't, so he ended up just being a, like, it'd be like paying tribute to a reality star. It's like if they showed a, a dead Kardashian. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want to get into the death pool on that one? Oh God! <laughs> but no, I mean, I I could see either side of this argument, and also, but to me, the bottom line is, who really cares? And this year they told <laughs> this year they told the audience to not clap at all. Clearly, oh, yeah. because yeah. there was no clapping the yeah. entire time. Usually, you see and the usually they yeah, and that's where that's another reason why Dennis Hopper made the montage because the audience went nuts when his face came up. Yeah, when Corey Haim came up, if they if this had been a year where clapping was allowed, I yeah. doubt there'd have been much clapping. Yeah, it would have been a little, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Michelle know. Williams, I think maybe she's a, a big Corey maybe Williams a hoot fan. or two. Corey Williams, Haim, Corey Haim. It's kind, of, it's kind of an older crowd. Maybe they'd be Lucas fans or something. Right. <laughs> 
I thought uh, that's a, that's the sad thing about Corey Haim is I really I thought he was great for the first you know three or four things he was in I was really a fan and then he just he, he did that you know that video for his fans and stuff where he was just clearly me myself and I clearly off the rails Google it you won't be sorry that. is that the one where he says says he's ready to come back to yes. work yeah, oh, he's like yeah. it's really bad it's like it's it's when things were starting to he, you know they were, the studios or whatever had lost interest in him but it just it's supposed to be his day but it's like him it's him laying on a raft in the pool it's him uh, yeah. playing tennis and it's all the things he's doing he's always looking at the camera and you know talking up like you know how great he is at everything and how awesome he is and how awesome his life is it's really sad and hilarious wow and he does there's a lot of him at a at a uh, organ an electric organ and i think <laughs> i might be misquoting him but <laughs> i he just starts talking about all the different styles of music he likes to play he's like throwing around the weirdest you know i like to play japanese funk and <laughs> chinese fusion or whatever you know he's just m- practically making up names for song genres and he goes i just like to jibba jabba at the keyboard and stuff like that like he was just like uh, uh, trying too hard to act like an adult at 16 if you can get your hands on a copy, it's it's pretty amazing. I'm sure, I think it's online. I mean, be, at least it was. It was hilarious when he was alive, but now that he's dead, I would I would feel yeah. kind of sad not watching as funny. it. Yeah, yeah, it's not not as not as hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so I don't. I'll maybe I'll say some more about the Oscars next week or something. But uh, you know, it's always how long was this one? Three and a half. Yeah, it was up there. Yeah, it was just under. It was like three. It was still minutes. way under the hour mark, though. They still ended it like kind of at a weird time. So that's why like I think long, they brought cries. out those kids and had them. I, sing I liked stuff. that the ending, and I liked that all the winners were on the stage at the end. I'm pretty sure those kids were lip syncing. By the way, no. no watch it again. I watched it again today. <laughs> really? Watch the body language on some Look of those kids tape. as they're singing. They are the histrionics from these kids as they're supposedly singing all in unison. I was like, that does not match up. Some of them look like they are barely keeping up with the music. <laughs> I mean, granted, there well, were a lot of them. A lot so of it's kids, possible. yeah. So there's, you know, I, I don't know. Whenever I was, though? I haven't. Oh, they're pretty amazing. <laughs> Whenever sure I was in a choir, I would always just move my mouth and not really <laughs> match anything because I, 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 I was that. I was scared to sing with everybody else because I I can only I can barely sing, but when I do, it's I gotta be alone, like other people singing other parts around me i can't i, I lip sync through all the high that. school musicals <laughs> i was in the, the musicals yeah in the chorus lip syncing you know to oklahoma just my mouth moving i would always lose my voice so i'd end up lip syncing oh to really everything yeah yeah <laughs> trouble is kate was in <laughs> south pacific <laughs> i was gonna say south pacific <laughs> i was in south pacific did you come no i know but the joke name. was you were singing oklahoma you were lip syncing oklahoma <laughs> Oh. I, I just had to say another, you know, gotcha. that was another the joke. joke. Trouble is, she was in West Side Story. <laughs> Whatever, you know. But I still had my cowboy outfit on. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma's inappropriate in pretty much every other musical. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma's the one where you can sing Oklahoma. Um, what have you seen lately? Have you been to the movies lately, any of you? Oh, I just did. saw Animal Kingdom. I did too. I watched it's it amazing. yesterday morning because it was the only performance I hadn't seen yet. Oh, yeah. Was that Jackie, Jackie Weaver, Weaver for a supporting actress? Oh. Well, I thought it was really good, but it's not a particularly showy role. It's just kind of an interesting one. Yeah, but but in those last few scenes where she sort of yeah, yeah, gets yeah. off the rock, like she's amazing. Yeah, no, she's really good, but like I thought maybe uh, you know Annette Bening or somebody could have been in there instead of her. But right, but it was an Australian movie, right? So that's probably why she wasn't. What? Oh, you mean in the category? supporting actress? Oh, Annette Bening got nominated. Yeah, she was nominated. I meant uh, oh, Julianne, Julianne Moore. Moore. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Ricky and I saw the Justin Bieber movie. Mm-hmm. Never say never. So yeah. awesome. We went I with a bunch it. of comedians. We went yeah. with Reggie Watts and Nick Thune and Natasha. In three D? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was great. So you had the glasses on? Because I'm boycotting the anything where I have to put the glasses well, on. Well I put hand sanitizer all over the glasses. <laughs> you did. That's yeah. not my issue with the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I just I didn't get LASIK surgery to wear glasses mm. uh, ever. <laughs> Except for sunglasses, which I love what to if, wear. So what if what's my a, problem? What if you could get a surgery? That you'd be able to see 3D movies in 3D but it without having to put the glasses anything on, right? But otherwise, you'd be fine. But it's a but you it is a surgery. It's a surgery. It's an elective you have to pay surgery. For. Yes, <laughs> it is an elective no. surgery. If my insurance won't pay in the for back it, of my van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. I, I just, All right. I just say I just by the time I've never seen I haven't seen a 3D movie like I thought uh, How to Train Your Dragon and Jackass 3D were probably the two best uses of 3D last year. Like where it actually sort of enhances it makes mm-hmm. it a little better but it, those movies would be perfectly enjoyable not with the no, glasses on yeah there has not and, been a single film where yeah it, it's, and so, it so by the time the it's over i'm just like oh, i'm tired of wearing these stupid glasses because they also never i don't know they just don't but it's also like good them. without 3d the, the beeps uh, I, yeah. that's the thing is i, I do actually want to see it i've heard some good things i mean mostly mostly from women a lot of dudes no, no dudes have really raved about it dax, she- it, dax yeah. shepherd was raving about it on, in a tweet <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's just because he's in love with his fiance or whatever she is. <laughs> no, it was good. It was makes like, you love that sort of thing. Yeah. If your lo- wife loved it, Matt, would you love it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he says yes. That's Matt Belknap, producer in producer? the house, producer of this podcast. <laughs> that's better. He's a, and uh, also, I. It's funny we I never mentioned it, but thanks for singing the theme song live at the top. <laughs> Oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> that was Garfunkel Notes singing live, uh, just so that when people are listening, they'll be like, "What is what is happening?" Because Kate was like, "I don't think I know all the words." And I was like, "Even better." Five, six, seven. That's eight. perfect. Yeah, let's do it. That's like us on stage for the first year we played. I never knew any of our lyrics. I really struggle with lyrics in general, like I Christmas songs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know our songs. I've seen you doing songs that you've done for a while with a piece of paper in your hand, <laughs> and I love that because that's that's how I want to do everything. I just want to be able to look down and be like. In honor of a current movie, the other day I went number four. (laughs) That movie, of course, Nomeo and Juliet. See, I wrote that down. I never would have remembered to say that if I... You you saw Nomeo and Juliet? No. And I didn't see I Am Number Four. I joke about things I haven't even seen. Yeah. It's really not fair. (laughs) It's not fair to all the people that work so hard. To make your Nomeos and your number fours. Number a, little, fours. a little adventure goes a long way. Is that <laughs> was that their slogan? That is the tagline to that film. That is, is great. A little adventure goes a long way. I love that. I because like that. <laughs> on Twitter, let me see if I can find this. Um, I I made a joke about how sad it's gonna be if the people have made Nomeo and Juliet just make every Shakespeare movie with gnomes. <laughs> And then Nomlet. <laughs> exactly. Once I when I as soon as I thought of that, I was like, I better think of a few good ones because once I put it out there, then everyone's gonna pile on with their own, and I'll be bummed if somebody thinks of a better one. So the ones I came up with were Gnomefello, <laughs> The Midget of Venice, Much Ado About Gnoming, <laughs> and Love's Labor's Lawn. <laughs> and, uh, and then lots of people came back with them, but the best one that I was like, Why did I see that? Was, the best one was Elf Night. <laughs> like how could I miss that? You just dropped two letters off of Twelfth Night and you're there. The taming of the shroom. That's good. Thank oh. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah. 
Thank you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> You're dismissed. <laughs> You're not wrong. He's You're laughing wrong. at the thank you very much, not at the thing. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. I'll take whatever laughter I get. Yeah, but that was good. Like yeah, that—that's the thing. You have to be able to think of Shakespeare uh, plays. You have to be able to remember the, the names of them, and then and then uh, do that. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm talking about it. anymore. Here's how dumb comedy works. <laughs> uh, let's play Build a Title. Oh, boy. Do you guys want to play yeah. that? Do you ladies know Build a Title? I forget. I think we just... Uh, it's we, fun. It doesn't matter I if you know. I think I remember this one, yes. I'll talk you through it. Okay. Uh, Matt Belknap, give us the title of a movie. Any movie. Kicking and Screaming. Ooh, I like that. Kicking. The first one. <laughs> The, the Noah Baumbach one yeah. and not the Will Ferrell one. Okay, Kicking and Screaming is the na- is the title That's there. Win. That's a really good yeah. mm. Doug, you go next. Yeah. I'll go first. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's not easy, <laughs> is it? title. I think you might have picked one that's impossible. It's not impossible because there's always some weird thing that could be... Huh, uh... There's got to be some artsy movie like Screaming at Picasso. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just make a fake one? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, new, new. There's got to be a movie that starts with screaming. Screaming. I don't. I <laughs> certainly can't think of one. Screaming. Screaming. Um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the only the only ones that start with creaming are porn. <laughs> uh, um, Is there nothing in kicking. Oh. oh, oh. Something. In- Reaming? <laughs> Ming? Was there a Ming the Merciless movie? <laughs> sure. The Ming Dynasty? Yeah, Ming the Merciless, Ming. probably. The, you, may the have, you may have really given us a yeah, title. This was the sequel. It sounded like a good one. I think we need a new title. It sounded like yeah. one. I'm going to see if. Well, I'm going to check really quick and see can if, we just take see if Leonard Maltin can recommend think of it one. Can ENG and then go to like English Patient? Scream English Patient? That's, that's kind of in, That's kind of there. It's a little... Because <laughs> you don't go... You say English. Yeah. Scream English. Yes. Yeah, screaming. <laughs> Doesn't really... Kicking and scream English, English patient. patient. I'm going to say no to that one just because people... Uh, the listeners come up... They, they send me ones on the internet and stuff, and it's always... Um, it's always things like that that are a reach, and I don't. I don't like to argue with them. Like, we'll it has to, to just rules. totally sound like it. it. Has to be a total sound alike. But I'll still cheat sometimes if there's a brilliant one. But there are three movies, according to the Leonard Malton app, that start with the word "screaming." Jeez. Yeah, and none of them are anything anybody's probably heard of. Is "screaming at Picasso" in there? Because <laughs> I want to copyright that. No, right we got uh, from 1956, Obviously. "Screaming Eagles." Oh, mm. sure. We won't be using that one because what movie starts with eagles? Eagle eye. (laughs) Eagles. Eye. With a S. Eagles eye. (laughs) That's the sequel. And then uh, the next one's called Screaming Mimi from 1958. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great title. And then The Screaming Skull, also from 58. All the screaming movies were in the 50s. Oh, they used the title up and then walked away. Skull and the Skulls. Bones. The Skulls, yeah. Well, that yeah. doesn't help us. So, but let's do, let's do Screaming Mimi. And then who's got a movie that starts with the word me? Because that would work. Oh, right. right. Me and Orson Welles. What was it? Screaming Me, Myself, and Irene. Yeah. <laughs> See, now we're getting somewhere. Oh, it's, it's there's, there's easy, that movie called Irene in Time. Is there? Yeah. Who was in it? Uh, 
I don't know, but I saw a billboard for it on Sunset. I think it's still there. It's across from the chateau. Oh, like I, think it's a, I think it's a Henry Jaglom movie because he always puts up those those billboards, like it's one like a, billboard somewhere it's like a for his shitty billboard. current yeah. movie that stars his shitty actress wife or girlfriend. She has, like, red hair. It's and, a different girl every time. Oh. He always falls in love with somebody. He's like he's like he's like <laughs> he's Woody like, Allen. He always uses some broad that he wants to put in a movie. Oh, I shouldn't say broad. That's say inappropriate. <laughs> okay, so hang on here. Are we going in some sort of order? I want to look up Irene in time. Oh. No, there's no order. It doesn't matter. It's real. Okay. <laughs> what is, I'm trying to think of a time movie, though. <gasps> so many. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Many. Hey, 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 you. in this game, other than to help us hey, with producer, an pro- producer. start off point. I don't get anything for stumping. Is there, is there a one called <laughs> Time After Time, and then we can just go on a there vicious is. There cycle? is a movie called Time After Time. Time after time. time after time after stars. time. After time after time was, of course, Malcolm about Malcolm McDowell going into the, Jack the Ripper. future to try to catch Jack the Ripper because they both stumble upon a time, time machine. machine. And it's in San and Francisco. And Jack the Ripper. Like, wow. can you imagine like being Jack, Jack the Ripper and murdering people's, you know, murdering prostitutes is pretty easy in foggy old London town. <laughs> but then, then you go to the future and then you're, you're in modern times and you have to figure out everything and still murder people. Right. <laughs> like, he's got such a complicated life it's at that point. Cameras. <laughs> Uh, Leonard Maltin saying no results for Irene in time. I check oh, IMDb. he's got it. See? I like to check with Len, but it's, it's on IMDb, right? And is it Henry Jaglum? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yes. All right. So All right. I was right about that. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, so Irene in time, and then what was the and next time one? Time and again. Or ti- time oh, after time? Oh, I said time, time after time, time but after we're just time. right where we started. Is yeah, time? but there's right. another time movie. We could do that. Uh, well, now, Time Bandits. Yeah, that's what uh, That's what Matt said off mic, so now you could say it sounds smart. Oh, great. Yeah, Time Bandits. That's tough though, because there's a bandits, right. but, but no bandits. No bandits two. <laughs> <laughs> no bandits two. It's a. Uh, can, I, can you start with its? Sure. It's, it's a wonderful life. There you oh, go. Yeah, oh, I was gonna do it's a mad, 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 mad world, but it's a wonderful life works. Okay, so now life we got now we, we got the it. word life as we know it. <laughs> Great movie with uh, it you could like happen a lady to you. with poo on her face. I'm coming up with it could happen <laughs> to you. Funny. It could happen to you. <laughs> that was the uh, was that the lottery movie? That was the lottery with I Nick Cage that. and Rosie and Perez. Fonda. Yeah, she got like a ton, no, of, Fonda, yeah. a ton of money for that. Okay, so now we have to one that starts with we need one that starts with you. Um. You only live twice. There you go. Oh, yeah. What twice. starts with twice? Uh, twice in a lifetime. I was just going to oh. say twice in a lifetime. With Gene Hackman <laughs> and Ellen Burstyn. Lifetime original movie. <laughs> what? Is a movie called that? No. I don't know. Now we're back to one. time again. Uh, <laughs> lifetime, time. Uh, it could just be. I'm. Could be yeah. I'm. Mm. Lifetime. Um. There has to be other movies with yeah. time in it. Sure, I'm not even going to look plenty. at my phone. Time Cop. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good one. Oh, yeah. Cop and a half. <laughs> now you're just playing by yourself. <laughs> Half-baked. Half-baked, oh. yeah. <laughs> now, that might be a stopper. What? There's, yeah. there's not a movie based on the dessert baked Alaska. <laughs> Aked. Yeah. Aked. Aked. Ricky introduced Baked. me to what a baked Alaska was, and it was awesome. Yes. It's, oh, it's so good. <laughs> like it's, it's not something people should eat regularly. No. Um, baked, I don't baked. know. Can can you two eat whatever you want? Like you're both. I, I always think of you as just being naturally skinny. We we, we went for that baked Alaska. Yeah, <laughs> I think Kate and I both eat 
anything we want, but we don't eat a lot of food. You just in don't general. eat much. Yeah, anyway. like today, yeah. I didn't mm. really eat uh, aside from a half of a granola thing. Oh all I had today, God. I went to McDonald's, but I ate half a sand, half a chicken sandwich. That's all I had. That's you know, you can diet at McDonald's if you only eat half of the things. Yeah, and I didn't get like fries or anything. I just had half a sandwich. Yeah, good work. Yeah. Sam, uh, I can't eat anything uh, because of the disease that I am making up. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdo. All right. So I was here's looking at my phone to see if I could find anything that started with baked, and I got nothing. Uh, no. Okay. So here's the ti- here's the uh, full title: kicking and screaming, me me. <laughs> <laughs> Such a stretch. Thanks again, Belknap. <laughs> Kicking and screaming, me, 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 myself, and I read in time after time, bandits, a wonderful life as we know it could happen to you, only live twice in a lifetime, cop, and a half baked. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, we haven't gotten one that long good in a while, movie. so it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to go see that. <laughs> Can't wait to see that on a marquee. <laughs> Be the next thing where I run in time is. How are we doing on time? When do we start this thing, Matt? About 3.15, 3.20? 40 minutes ago. 40 Ooh, minutes. Uh, All right. Get to the so, game. Yeah, so let's play some, uh, let's play let's some Leonard it. Malton game. Leonard Malton game. All right. Woo! Are right. Kate and I on the same team, or are we on a different? Matt's running to the bathroom. Oh. Okay. <laughs> if you knew this thing was only going to be an hour, you'd think he would have timed that better. You would have thought. <laughs> yeah. He's bad at what if, what if there's like what if what if we just start talking a lot of shit about him while he's not here? I think we should insult and it's him on the and podcast his, and his and child. Well, he doesn't go home and listen and to the whole thing. And his choice and time. Seriously, Belknap. On, he's how many one of these has he seen? How many kicking times has he seen you do this? Countless. <laughs> kicking and screaming. <laughs> people Shame get put on the him. spot. Like I did in Portland, I just said to people in the audience, I just point to somebody and go, name a movie, and they go, um, uh, uh, any, any movie. Yeah. You can How hard any movie, go, you like, still just go, uh, 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 true romance. Uh, uh, Bam. Yeah. There's one. Well, that, or they go, you would be good at it. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of people freeze up when you're just like, <laughs> name one. Name it's, not any like, movie. it's not like name a color where you can just name the first one that pops into your head. You know? Okay. You start second guessing what you're going to say. Like, that's what I like about Matt is that he just, he just answered the question I asked him. He didn't hesitate and he gave us a shitty title. <laughs> Wait, Welcome so, back. Uh, well, and is He's it, back. Is it you and or Kate and the same. We team talked about no? you the entire time you're gone. Uh, no, you guys are not on the same team. Okay, you, okay. It's every, every. Oh yeah, yeah. We're all individual. Himself, we go around himself. the. You know, we go around the table. He wants you, you uh, run it. I'm, I'm just right. going to be a contestant. Uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you because uh, I know you don't get to play that often. Here are your categories uh, for the first. Uh, and three. then we'll go around this way. It'll go. We'll go. Yeah, we'll go. Then clockwise. Kate, then Ricky. Okay. Okay. okay here we go. Uh, in honor of his Oscar win last night, we have Christian Bale movies. Ooh. Uh, in honor of his birthday, which is today, John Turturro movies. Nice. And uh, a category that I like to call when good musicians go bad. As in when musicians, musicians decide to put down the guitar or piano or what have you. Yeah, and put act. down your piano and act. <laughs> All right. Um, so there Those you go. Those are my so you choices. Bale. Tatiro or musicians? I'm gonna go Bale, please. All right, you've got a Christian Bale movie from 1992, mm-hmm. a Christian Bale movie from 2002, or a Christian Bale movie from 2006. I'm gonna go 2002. All right, uh, there are. What do I do now? I tell you. you the, do a uh, couple of clues. Okay, here's the clues. All right. Well, uh, Leonard gave it. I will not give it away. That that much I know. <laughs> uh, Leonard gave it two stars. <clears throat> and he called it good. he called it a bleak tale. 
And he says that it's hard to care about any of the characters in this dour story. And there are nine names. I can do it in two names. Wow! <laughs> I am impressed. I, I know did uh, you guys... Did you... Did anybody cheat? Did you guys look up whose birthday is or anything? Well, I get Chris Christmas. I did no, nothing. I, know the I did okay. nothing. I didn't even. Right. I mean, normally I am always trolling for whose birthday it is, but I did not look right. today because I didn't. Right. I knew you'd be doing it, and I, I guess haven't. So. And I haven't seen USA Today or Entertainment Tonight, <laughs> any place where they might mention whose birthday it is. <laughs> right. So I had no idea it was his birthday. He didn't even mention it when he won an Oscar. Did he say it's my birthday tomorrow? No, it's not his birthday. We. I just picked him in honor of him. Oh, winning in honor of him winning. Okay. Right. Well, no, then, so how could? How could that question? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I cheated by watching the Oscars last night, so <laughs> I really got Christian Bale on the brain. Did you cheat by watching the Oscars like we said you would? All right, not. I say two names. Two names. So um, you can either go lower or say name it. Uh, name it. All right. All right, here we go. Your two names are Alice Cridge and Ned Dennehy. Ooh. I think it's Alice Krieg. Is it? I think so. Krieg? K-R-I-G-E. Yeah. Alice, if you're out there, feel free to send me an angry email. I think that's who it is. She was in... Um, she was in the big screen adaptation of that, not the St- not the Stephen King book, but the other guy that writes those kind of books, Ghost something, Ghost Story maybe. Mm, what about I this? Forget. What about this clue we're working on? Now? <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Dower and Bleak, two stars. I just want to. I'm just. I was kind of hoping from the get go that he just felt that like he just wasn't isn't a fan of American Psycho. Is that what it is? That is not. So I'm going to keep naming names. Uh, Alexander. I think I know she it. can say no. Is it yeah. the Machinist? It is not the Machinist. Oh, ooh. Man, he's seen a lot of bleak movies. He yeah. has Alexander Siddig, David Kennedy, Scott James Mutter, <laughs> Gerard Jeez. Butler, ooh. Isabella Skorupko, Matthew McConaughey, what? and Christian Bale. And this is 2002. This is 2002. He's wow. the star of it? He is I the star of it. I couldn't name all the names. And Matthew McConaughey's the second lead in it. I'll give you a hint. It could have been called How to Not Train Your Dragon. Oh, Rain of Fire. <laughs> Rain of Fire. Oh, Damn. Man. Nicely done, Matt. Was not- <laughs> that, wasn't a, that wasn't a bad movie. I, I, yeah, I, I thought it was entertaining. It was all right. Was 92 uh, Newsies? Yes. And I knew Keith and I both knew that he was Newsies because we both go. Yeah, yeah. And was was 06 the machinist? Uh, No, 06 is not. Wait, wait, wait. Mm -hmm. This category could come up again. Yeah, we can still. (laughs) Thank you a lot because I would have gotten 92 and zero names. Fuck it up again, Belknap. Yeah. I would have said 92, zero names. All right, well, 06 is still up for grabs. We can come back to that. All right, so that is. We'll see about that. So Kate gets the point. Yeah. All right. Start over here. Yeah, we're going to start with you. Okay. I'm going to give you When Good Musicians Go Bad. That one. Uh, you have other choices. Oh, okay. Do you want to hear those? Yes. Uh, Catherine O'Hara's birthday is the Friday that this plops. Is that correct, Doug? I love Doug? her. This will plop on Friday? Mm-hmm. May plop sooner. Okay. Well, but, if it plops know, on Friday. This Friday. Uh, it would be March Catherine what? birthday. March the 4th, I believe. Okay. Uh, and then uh, in honor of the last time I was here, uh, I'm doing a new category. This one's called Prequel Please. <laughs> Um, I'm still going to go with the singers. Good musicians go bad. Okay, you've got 1992, 2001, or 2003? 2003. All right. Leonard gave it a star and a half. <laughs> he called it a sorry excuse for a script <laughs> and said that it exists, exists merely to show off its sexy female star. 
and you are uh, you get eight names. Uh, I can name it in three names. Whoa, Doug Benson, three names to you. Two thousand three, star and a half. Why such a ballsy bid? <laughs> I don't know. All right, name it. All right, here you go. <laughs> Do I name it? Not yet. Oh, yeah. I, you get three names. Oh, right. Okay. Well, unless unless sure you feel like you know it already. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Lenny Venito, mm-hmm. Missy Kreider, and Christopher Walken. Oh, Man, I thought I knew it, and now I... Oh. Oh. It's uh, Geely. That is correct. Woo! <laughs> Thank you. Wow. That's wow. phenomenal. The that next is name crazy. is Al Pacino, by the way. <laughs> what is wow. that movie? G- it's Jennifer Lopez. It's Jennifer Lopez. I was thinking it was right. glitter. Me I was too. totally sure it was glitter when you yeah. said showcases female star. I was like, that. that's what I thought, too. And she didn't have to put down any instrument. No, she didn't. Wow. <laughs> so I call point of order on that. Ricky, I have to say Sorry. that. I was looking for a musician. Sorry. Uh, oh wow. I never wow. I never would have gotten that. What's the third what's the guy that played the retarded kid? Is he going Justin on to Martha. anything else? Justin Justin Martha. Oh, that was, was him. Yeah, he's in called the, the Hangover. The Hangover and the Yeah, sequel, yeah, he was, in the, he was in all the National Treasure movies. Treasures. But boy, that's that's gotta be an ongoing embarrassment for him. Wow. Um, well, to, act, to act retarded in such a <laughs> retarded wow. movie. Doug, you're the only person without a point right now. I love so it. You get to I go love first. it. Underdog um, status. Yeah. I'm the underdog. Now, I, of course, prepared an in theaters now, but I don't think that's fair for you to take because you prep the game every week. So you probably know a pretty accurate list of, of who the theater. I could barely tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, you don't have to do it in theaters now. Okay. Well, it's out there. So you can do John Turturro, mm-hmm. uh, prequel, please, or Catherine O'Hara movies. Whoa. I'm so bad with years is my problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to try to narrow it down better. Let's go to Turturro. Johnny Turturro. 1994. 1998 or 1999. Yeah. Reach back, kids. Reach back. Um, I will go for 99. 1999. Oh, this is a good one. Leonard was a fan of this film. He gave it three and a half stars. Wow. He called it a sprawling, invigorating concoction. And that it aims high and succeeds amazingly well. And here's my favorite part. 23 names. <laughs> oh, man. The bidding will go on for hours. Uh, aims high and succeeds. And it's 1999. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of names. <laughs> So many. 23 names. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go 23 names. Okay. <laughs> I can name that movie. What? In zero names? I think so. Okay. Holy wow. crap. Then this is going to make you... Uh, actually, I should have mentioned this at the beginning. There are nine slots in the Tournament of Championships that's about to start up, and this you will be our ninth Is Gilles, tournament seriously, of that, that would not qualify? No, because you did three names. Oh. Yeah, you should have went zero if you were so... Cocky about it. She would have said glitter. But you didn't know Gili when you were saying how many. I thought it was glitter. So yeah. As soon as I got to Chris Walken, that's what turned it for you. 
Um, so yeah, so if you say it in zero and, and get it in zero, then you will you'll be in the tournament of championships. I'm pretty name sure. that movie. Name. Cradle will rock. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nicely done. Oh my God. Very nicely thank done. Thank you. Thank you. Unbelievable. What were like the bottom like three or four names? Jack Black. He was early was on the, the bottom. Name, oh, yeah. I would have yeah, doubted narrowed it down to Tim Robbins uh, movies because yeah. he was in wow. pretty much all of them. Steven Spinella, Audra McDonald, Gretchen Maul, John Carpenter, Bernard Hughes, Wow, Harris Yulin, Paul Giamatti, Bob Balaban, Emily Watson, John Turturro. Do I say read them all? <laughs> I just read the first five. <laughs> <laughs> There's still amazing. 82 more names to go. That's a lot of names. 23 names. Yeah. So what gave it away for you? Uh, 1999. I knew right away. Interesting. But yeah, I do yeah. like the movie. So yeah, it's a you good do movie. like it. It's I had, really good. I have the soundtrack really? and everything. Yeah. yeah. You worked with Tim Robbins, so I don't trust doesn't your count. opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't count. Because I, you know. I said something to Jack Black about it one time because I actually saw a little bit of it on cable again recently and I'm just kind of flabbergasted by how little sense it makes, <laughs> you know, and, and and it doesn't really entertain me at the same time, so, it's <laughs> kind of, so that's kind of a bad combination, but... Um, I'm just a sucker for musicals. But that's interesting that he loved that, that, that Leonard loved that so much because it did aim awful high and it I did. thought it missed by quite a quite a really missed because I even when I said to Jack Black, I was like, mm, what was with that movie? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> like he, he was he, he didn't he, well, he didn't jump in to defend early it. On for him, right? I mean, it, well, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, no, it was you know it was cool that he was in those movies. So right. he's not he's certainly not going to say anything. He was great in uh, in uh, what was it? Bob Roberts. Yeah, you know, Jack Black fan. is so scary uh, fan with the crazy you know just acting like Jack Black, but you didn't know him as Jack Black yet. You just in that movie, it's just like this guy's out of. You know, he had that look of someone that will kill someone. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Like oh, you have it? Oh, you have it's to. It's also semi-musical. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that movie a lot better. That movie's than, really I haven't yeah. seen a lot of movies. That's why I was so let down by Cradle Rock is because I loved I loved Bob, Bob Roberts. Roberts, and I thought that uh, Dead Man Walking was really good. Yeah. And then, I mean, look, say what you will about Cradle Rock, Tim Robbins has stopped making movies. <laughs> like, that was the, that was sort That's of the, true, the stopper it? for that, that career for whatever reason. That is. That's really Maybe bad. because it was so ambitious and then he was disappointed by how it was received or something. Yeah, but the I other one, like... Well, no, Leonard liked it, so that's all you need. I don't think... <laughs> let's go on Rotten Tomatoes, Matt. Give me the percentage. Because I, I, I imagine a lot of critics liked it because it was, it was trying to do something, that's for sure. But I was just like, what is happening most of the time? And Turturro was, you know, he's like, he does a lot of yelling. So there's a lot of protesting going <laughs> yes. on, right? I don't really remember the movie, I'm realizing, but I remember like. I think it. they I, watch it every night in Madison, Wisconsin to get pumped for the next day of protest. <laughs> 64%. Yeah. See, that's pretty that's low fresh. for, that's pretty, it is barely fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But what did the public say? Does their public Six, number? Six. Public liked it even more, but Here those are go. the people that went on to see it on purpose. <laughs> which, were, which was not too many which people. Which not you? You saw it by accident? It didn't do very well. No, I went on purpose. Oh. All right, so Kate, congratulations. You're in Yay. the Tournament, Tournament of Championships. Championship. I am oh, going to leave you. today with my tail between my legs. because oh, two in a row. My legs, because not this time, at least last time I guessed some things right. This time I didn't even get on the board. Yeah. No, last <laughs> time you didn't get anything. Last time you lost I the did game so, me in the minimum. No, that was after the game was over. I didn't get a point? No, you you lost the I game in the I minimum amount point. of movies possible. Because Graham said, name that movie both times. Graham got two in a row? Well, why yeah. did... what? There was some point where... where uh, we were playing for fun afterward. 
Oh, and that's when we both yelled out that's in, when you, Pretty Woman at the yes, same time? Yes, that's when you started oh, crushing okay. When the stakes were... when there were, Oh, let's play for fun then. For fun, all I mean, right. There's, there's no stakes to begin no with stakes. other than my own personal embarrassment oh. that I'm not good at the game. I no, make. I think you are good at it. I think you are. Uh, <laughs> I think you're going to do very well in prequel, please. Well, you don't have to push a category at me. I am. That. I'm pushing a category. I almost picked that, but... You, okay, well, you've but, got that. you what, got Catherine O'Hara. Let me ask you this. Before we do prequel, please, just one quick question. When has there ever been a good prequel? Uh, I have at least two in this category. That are good movies. At least one. That take place before the first movie that yes. was a hit, and they yes. decided to make another one. Yes. And at least one of before. these three, I firmly stand behind. I oh, I love it. Neither. Yes, you can. I mean, hopefully, I you'll, say, be able, you hopefully you'll be able to add Rise of the Apes to that list <laughs> when that comes out. Dumb and Dumber? Because that, uh-huh. that's a prequel, right? Rise uh, of the Apes? I believe it is, yeah. yeah. A dumb and dumberer. <laughs> that is not on my list. Okay, all right, so let's play that category. All right, 84, 99, or 2002. Just give me the two years that are the ones you think are good. Uh, <laughs> 84 and 2002. Okay, I'll go 84. All right. Leonard was not that big a fan. He gave it two stars, but, <laughs> but there's no way you don't like this movie. Uh, Leonard called it headache-inducing. And says it never gives us a chance to breathe. And as a little added bonus, it was an Oscar winner for visual effects. And you get seven names. Hmm. That's from 94? 84. 84. <laughs> it's from 2004? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, 84. It's from 2014. And, and, and it's a prequel to something? It is a prequel. Oh, my gosh. And it's noisy in one And everyone effects. in this room knows this movie. Really? Oh. I promise. All right, how many names? Seven names. Did you say that already? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go seven names. Oh, oh, that's me. Start the bidding. Ah, oh, shoot. Um, I'll go six. Ricky? I'll go five. <laughs> Four. Four names. <laughs> Three. Oh! <laughs> I finally get name, all the points. Name that movie. Oh, she's going to get the point. <laughs> yeah, oh, crap. Name that movie. All right. How many names did she get? She gets three names. All right. Okay. The first name I'm giving you <laughs> is Dan Aykroyd. The second name is Philip Stone, and the third one is Roshan Seth. Oh, Jesus. You know, you know the movie? I forgot it's a prequel. That's and right. I, and you're you right. Did. You're right. It's my favorite. It's the only good prequel ever. <laughs> Damn it. Why didn't I say name that movie? I really don't know. Um, it's not that there's nothing on the line, really. Um, so may, I, I don't know it. Um, can, can Doug say it? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I certainly can say it. Yeah. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That is correct. Oh. Uh, Never would have gotten that in a million years. Yeah, because, but that's another case of, like, that's where I, we should have known that George Lucas was jumping the, you know, was starting to go prequel nuts in a way that wasn't going to be good because <laughs> the things that happened in Indiana Jones in that movie, right. in Raiders of the Lost Ark, you go, nah, you know, I, a guy tried to pull my heart out with his bare hands, so this thing is, <laughs> this situation isn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the prequel is so much more spectacular, and like Leonard said, it's noisy and right. but it did win for visual effects. It did, and you know why they he made it a prequel because he didn't want to do another film where Indy fights the Nazis, and so he either had to jump like ten years or make it a prequel. Why? What? Oh, you mean just because Nazis were still yeah, problems? Were still the, <laughs> the only bad guy at th- that period of time. Well, I guess so, but he could have been like just chasing to get some artif- uh, crazy artifact, like a, like you know, it's not like the it's not like the villains that, that were in the prequel were like these firmly established villains we've always known and loved. <laughs> right. Is this the one with the monkey brains? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every scene in the movie is hilarious because it's just 
it, it just keeps every every scene everything is like just trying to make it everything hap- gets worse and worse and like, the snakes like are, oh there's a bunch like of bugs precious. oh there's a bug on me oh there's a bug in my hair oh there's a bug yeah. in my mouth oh I just shit out a bug like it always every right. scene escalates yeah. that's what, and it's that's so what Leonard said. entertaining and, and the kid, the kid like from the Goonies is this this is still yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Kihai Kwan. It tried to, yes. Also known as? <laughs> Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan Kwan, because he tried to, right. didn't, didn't want to come off too out. foreign. Yeah. Didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching that movie with my babysitter. Terrible babysitter. <laughs> yeah, because how old were you? Mm, I was four. Whoa! <laughs> that movie's brutal for a four-year-old. <laughs> yeah. That movie helped usher in PG-13. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, you want to try the prequel from 2002? Sure. All right. Let's see how are we doing on time? We got to wrap it up soon. Okay. I'm going to start with Kate on this. People one. are getting an extra long episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's from 2002. Leonard gave it two stars. He called it needless. <laughs> he said that it was slick production with an exceptionally good cast, and Ellen Burstyn's voice is uncredited, and you get 15 names. Oh, 15. Oh, hang on a second. Wait, what? Yeah. He calls it what? Needless. And this is the other one that you think is good? Yes, and so do you. (laughs) (laughs) I listen to your podcast. I know what movies you like. Oh, wow. Um, It's a prequel from 2002. Uh, There's 15 names. And it's needless? 10? Okay, 10 names. Nine. Douglas. This feels like a trick question. How many did you say? Nine. She said nine. I'll go eight. Just give me more time to think. Um, seven? <laughs> <laughs> Name that movie. Oh! <laughs> Nobody wants you to play. You guys. <laughs> we don't know it. Here we go. I'm just going to jump in. Yeah, go. do it. <laughs> Lalo Scherfen? Oh, yeah. No. The composer? Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah. John Rubenstein? Cameo by a composer. Frankie Faison? Azura Sky, Stanley Anderson, Ken Lung, and Bill Duke. What is this movie? What? <laughs> um, it's a prequel that you think I liked. I, if I got one more name in, you'd know it and you'd go, oh, you're right. Do you give up? Well, I give up. She gives up. Give me the one more name. Anthony Held. How is Science of the Lambs a prequel? It isn't. Red Dragon is. And he was in that too? Yeah. He's in both, right? Yes. And Red Dragon's a good movie? Absolutely. The Brett Ratner movie? Yes. I go find where I've ever said that. <laughs> nah. I think that's a good We've movie. We've talked about it. No way. It's terrible. No, you're wrong. Manhunter. That's the one. Mm. Manhunter and Silence of the Lambs are both great. And then well, Red Dragon's like. I like Red it's Dragon. It's got an amazing cast. Ray Fiennes is in it. Yeah, Ray Fiennes, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Mary Louise Parker, Emily Watson, Harvey Keitel, Ed Norton. Yeah. Oh, wow. I still wouldn't have gotten it. Ugh. Every but name. I, see, that's the thing. I only recognize that guy's name from he was this the guy Silence in Silence of the, Silence of the Lambs. Lamb. Right, yeah. and I knew you'd know that because I know how much you love that movie. Yeah, I, Bill Duke I was in my voiceover class. Of Lambs oh, pre- really? Yeah. So maybe you would have gotten this. He, d- he directed uh, Waiting to Exhale, I think. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Duke? Yeah, the actor. Who was also he's in a big voice black actor who's always <laughs> yeah. like he always plays like you know kind he of sounds uh, like this. He's a, always a tough guy like like yeah. in Commando. Well, I'm sorry. Or was and it was Bill Duke was also in Predator, wasn't he? Oh, I think so. I think so too. That wasn't. Uh, if you just tap Bill Duke on there, it'll list all of his movies. No, I don't have it on on that. I do it differently than you do. Ooh. I do it in Notepad. 
I do it in notes so that everything's all condensed. So that I don't have to go Fancy. fumbling, looking for weird... Hey, my fumbling is charming. ...snippets <laughs> of pieces of the review that don't give anything away. Oh, you you select the pieces of the review ahead of time? Yes. Oh. Yeah. See, I don't do that, because I... I know. And then you let your guests talk while you're looking through it, and sometimes that gets dicey, Doug. Why, because they start to give away too much information? Sometimes they say things like... like uh, they don't talk about shitty Paul Verhoeven movies. Oh, that's when that happened? No. Oh. <laughs> You're just a house of cards. I, I like to reference Full earlier podcasts for your podcast listeners so that they feel connected. I got to Seriously, I, got, I, I must have been drunk if I said I liked Red Dragon. I think you and I have talked about it. I'm, or maybe I, had, maybe I had a meeting coming up with Brad Ratner and off I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> There's no way. What was the, uh, was the 2001 music one? Was that Glitter? No. Oh, what was the 2001, uh, the 2001 Put Down Your Piano and Stone right, movie? We'll, we'll make this the last one. Okay. All right. Uh, Leonard gave it two stars. He says it starts off strongly, then gets dumber and dumber, and it has a cartoon-like climax. There are 12 names. And it's Musician uh, Trying to Act. Is that the one? Yes. Oh. 2001? Uh, we'll start with you, Ricky. Oh, uh, 10 names. Nine. Eight. Seven. Five. Ooh. Name of that movie. Ah, there you go. Name Here you go. You're going to like your five, I'm too. I'm going to name, man. You're going to like your five. <laughs> yeah, what are they? Nick Chinland, Ava Mendez, Macy Gray, Snoop Dogg, and Dr. Dre. Why would I like that? Because I would think that's a giveaway. Oh. It is? Yeah. You know it, Ricky? I think so. Come on, Doug. What movie was Ava Mendez in? Jesus. <laughs> that Macy Gray. Snoop I don't think Dog I could name three Dr. Ava Mendez movies. <laughs> um, because we're not playing for. Okay, let's go backwards. It's not the other guys. It's not. Let's <laughs> go through the of everything she's been in. It's not Training it's Day. Not. I'll give you a hint. She is naked in this film. It doesn't help oh, me. I've never been like nothing. I it's not training day. I don't get that big She's of a bone going for she her. She just said the title. Oh. Training Day? Yes! That's a m- musician movie? Uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Macy Gray. Oh, you're the worst. Do they not that sound sounds, as musicians? But that sounds, the category sounds like it's a person who's like went and made a movie Sorry. instead like of being, instead of doing music. Like like it was fair. with Gigli. Right. I mean, she was in a lot of movies, but you know what I mean? Well, like, then you guys should have taken the 1992 I mean, there's movie. plenty of movies where lots of musicians had cameos. Well, that's, I, they, well, weren't, also, they weren't like the not leads. Not to totally say this, but Jennifer Lopez was acting for like five years before she put out a record. Yeah, too. yeah. So that was the double. That's sort of the other way around. Well, you still got it. I did. So, <laughs> so what are you <laughs> complaining about? But Sorry. that brings up an interesting thing. You got it, but it was like Training Day. Yeah, yeah. Really? Uh, but I, I didn't realize those people were in Training Day. I mean, I guess I remember Macy Gray being in it. Now that you mention it, but that's a movie I just saw the one time because it didn't. I didn't love it as much as everybody else. Oh no. Yeah, but that. But this does bring up a good thing that I want to talk about briefly, sure. and then we'll get out of here. Um, People come to me with category ideas on the internet all the time, and that's where they'll suggest things, and I'll just be like, oh, that just gets into too much, you know, it creates too much gray area right. where the contestants can Well, I will, never, I will never do that category for anything <laughs> like it again. <laughs> My sincere apologies that it I'm caused just saying, so much I've, strife. I've, I've fallen into that myself, you know, just because it's like, as soon as you start going, you know, 
it has to be a real specific thing. Like, like obviously that's why I do people's birthdays a lot. Because sure. It's just like that person's in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's that, you know? Right. Wait, which movie had Ellen Burstyn with a, uncre- with a, that was Red Dragon. That was Red Dragon. He's the voice of, of Ray Fine's dead mother. Oh, okay. I would know because I saw it the one time and didn't like it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you feel any better? Oh, My 1992 so, uh, musician movie is decidedly uh, a, a musician who acted just the one time. I or I thought it was at least going to be like, you know, how Bob Dylan was in, like, so he was in um, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, he just suddenly showed up in a Western, and everybody's yeah, like, what? This might have been better. <laughs> I don't know. Those might have been movies I could have chosen for this weird category. Yeah, but it's a, you know, that's, uh, cat- coming up with weird categories is the hardest part. So I'm going to write down who I want to call a shithead, because I lost today. Um, oh, that's an easy one. <laughs> um, What's wrong with my pen? Oh, there you go. <laughs> Matt Belknap really wants to know the, the 1992 movie, so I'm just going to start naming names. Oh, I love that. Okay. That's fun. What's the category okay. again? Uh, this is this a musician is, thing? When musicians go bad, okay. 1992, two and a half stars. Overblown makes no sense, but has many crowd-pleasing ingredients. Debbie Reynolds, Stephen Shellen, Burt Remsen, Robert Wool, Devon Nixon, Mike Starr, <laughs> Michelle Lamar Richards, Tomas Arana, Ralph Waite, Bill Cobbs, <laughs> Gary Kemp. Wait a second. I only what is happening? Time, 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 time. <laughs> the next name uh, I say gives it away. Because um, the next name is that musician. Yes. Okay. You've mentioned Mike Starr oh, before. Wait, wait, wait. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it uh, Crossroads, Britney Spears? No, it's 1992. <laughs> she was 10. I forgot the year. <laughs> I forgot the year, but she was great in that. Um... What are the clues again? Oh, you, did, you never did the clues. Yes, I did. Overblown, overblown makes no sense, but has many crowd-pleasing ingredients. Two and a half stars. 1992. The last two names are the movie star and the musician. Right. That is correct, oh, Matt Oh, Whitney and Yay. Costner. Nicely right. done. That was a good one. I don't know. Nicely done. Yeah, I forgot all those people were in that. Remember that scene where Kevin Costner fights Mike Starr and he throws that small knife? In the kitchen, mm-hmm. when he's eating the apple. Yeah, he. Yeah. All I know that about Mike Star. All I know about Mike Star is he punched Fred Stoller through a phone booth in Dumb and Dumber, and he was on Ed. Ed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> First time I was ever on your podcast, and you were looking at my resume, you were like, "You were on Ed." Was that a Mike Star episode or a non-Mike Star episode? <laughs> uh, were you? What did you pal around with? Uh, uh, Michael Ian Black. That's who your character was friends with on the show. Yeah. He wasn't really friends. He was. Just, I was in two episodes, and they like were you worked for him or something. No, or? He, I came in so that he could train me how to be a better bowler. Oh, but the joke was he didn't know how to bowl at all. Of course not. Well, he works in a bowling alley. Why would he know? Right. That was what was so kooky about that show. I can't believe it's not on DVD. I did love that show, and uh, yeah, Kevin Pollock's very upset that it's not on DVD. I thought that's whose voice you were doing when you said that. <laughs> I can't believe it's not on DVD. Um, thank you very much, everybody. Thanks Sam Levine, running the you. game again. Good Garfunkel uh, and Oates, uh, all over your face, is available on iTunes in the yes. uh, comedy album section. Yes. So you're tearing it up. It's got the uh, really pretty picture of the two of them on the front of it. <laughs> so you got to check that out. And... Uh, <laughs> as always, Sam Levine is a shithead. How dare you? Oh, no. And Sam Levine is a shithead. <laughs> we both put you there. Sorry. How could you? Now it's time for Doug to watch a movie. 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 Doug
eyes of gold his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause duh.